millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Okay. Come through, queen. I wanna see ya come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Come Through Through Queen. Queen. This is episode 25, A House of Cards. Um, We're so excited for the arrival of the Real Housewives of Atlanta trailer and ready to discuss it. There's a showdown between Moore Manor and Chateau Charest, and it's coming to a head finally. So we're devoting this week's episode's deep dive to talking about the Housewives' homes. Also in the news this week, we're discussing our prayers for Kim Kardashian, our Marla Maples fan fiction, and Bethany's radio contract getting ripped up. And as always, we'll be recapping OC and Jersey Housewives, as well as crowning our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Alright, so, hi Brendan. Hi Dan. How's it going? Great! So, we have a lot of news to discuss this week, so we should just jump right into it. Well, first of all, how was your birthday? Oh, it was great. You were there. (laughs) (laughs) Was it great for you too? It was scary. Yeah, it was kind of the brunch that never ended, but I guess that's, that's what made it fun. Yeah. Um, um, so Atlanta. Atlanta. So we got a, a, quite a hefty trailer here. Yes. A lot of things happened in it. Uh, 
they kicked it off with Kenya and Phaedra in a car together dressed like Thelma and Louise. Are they friends now? I guess. I don't know. They always have to shift alliances to keep it interesting, so I'm glad for it. Um, one thing that wasn't there was Nene Leakes. Yeah, not cited at all. Not even one little second. I don't think there's even a peep of her like showing up for a vacation either. Because last time when she was away for the season, uh, she like showed up for the big vacation. Yeah, what is she doing? Uh, she's she doing the fashion her? show. Oh, fashion, fashion police. police. Yeah, yeah. Does that mean she lives in LA now? Yeah, probably. And also, I think she's like in one of those major network. Uh, game show things that's going on like Alec Baldwin had oh um match game either that or there's like the thousand dollar million dollar pyramid with Michael Strahan or like there's one of those shows where celebrities are there and I think Nini's one of them I could be wrong this could be a complete fan fiction in my head but that's not like a full time job yeah it's not like Hollywood Squares where Whoopi was always there in the middle yeah 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 I know that's so crazy I forgot about that like in Whoopi's life. She's lived a life. She's lived a life. Uh, but speaking of people who live a life, Sheree has lived a life speaking and come back. Of people who've lived their lives. She came back and got her peach back. I know. I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud of her. And like the first thing she claims in, after getting her peach back is that Chate- Chateau Sheree is done. But you did a little research. Okay. So I was so confused because what I had heard was that Chateau Charest was not done, and that Moore Manor was the one that was done. As per who? As per Kenya, maybe? No, didn't you say you found it out on Tamara Tattles? Oh, well, no, I'm setting it up a little Ooh, bit. Okay. Yeah, this is what I had heard. Then we see this trailer, and Chateau... And Charest says that Chateau Charest is done, and there's, like, this beautiful shot of, like, mm-hmm. a sweeping into, like, her foyer. Yeah. And then she's like, and Kenya or the more not your manner or something like that is not done. No, more, more work needed manner. <laughs> more work needed manner. <laughs> but according to the website TamaraTattles.com, not run by Tamara Barney as much as we can tell. Yeah. According to that, uh, there's another eight more months of interior work Whew. needed on Chateau Charest. As if, like, the eight years haven't been enough. Yes. Um, her floors are... <laughs> Are not all in, nor was all the sheetrock. Her kitchen appliances have been sitting in the garage. Yeah. Um, she finally had railings installed in the back of the house where they were, but apparently there some of them are missing. And then like there's photos of like columns not lining up with mm. the home properly. The structural integrity. So the structural integrity of Chateau Charest is being called into question. Mm. It probably shifted. It's yeah. been sitting there so long. <laughs> <laughs> it's settling. Um, but. Kenya and uh, Kenya and Sheree are fighting over their homes a little bit, and Kenya makes the claim the claim that Sheree's name is not even on the deed; it's her mom's name, oh, her apparently. Mom's, yeah. So that's an interesting f- fact. A that they fun fact. Um, we also get Phaedra continuing to be a political queen, which she's been vocal on Twitter, so that makes sense. Yeah, you can listen to our two episodes devoted mm. to the Housewives of the Politics. Red, white, and comfort. I just said the Housewives of the Politics. <laughs> uh, and then also, I'm pretty sure we, we include this as a news item at some point, Phaedra's bomb scare at oh, her yeah. law, law firm. One of her old clients showed up. Was it a client or a flame? Someone from her past showed up at her office with a grenade with a grenade crazy which is where do you even get a grenade i don't know the army surplus store <laughs> they just have surplus <laughs> grenades Stop. 
Um, I guess also, like, I couldn't really make sense of any of it, but uh, I guess another major plot point is going to be Candy, her daughter Riley, and Riley's dad, like, the relationship between the three of them. So, Riley's dad isn't the guy who died in, like, no, season two. No, that was her, like, boyfriend slash fiancé. I think oh. died after they became fiancé. Yeah. I remember because she cried at the reunion that year, and then she sang Above the Drama, Fly Above the Drama. Yeah. That was so funny that they made her sing her song after, after crying. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also got Cynthia's divorce, which didn't we report that Cynthia was axed? I thought so. I thought we reported that. Oh my god, faulty reporting. I Here I come through, Queen. Jeez. Next thing you know, Catherine's going to show up on uh, Real Houses of Beverly Hills this year or something. Oh, well, let's hope, I guess. Um, we got a taste of Kenya's psycho boyfriend who we met last season, like oh. kicking in the garage. Windows? I didn't realize garage, garages had windows. Oh yeah, that was weird. Um, yeah, he seems like a loon. And then the last really memorable thing is Marlo asking Candy if she's a lesbian. And I think also Portia confronts Candy and calls her out for Candy and Todd asking Portia and some Into girl the bedroom. a foursome. Yeah. So. Yeah. A lot I mean, going on. They're practicing bisexual erasure because other people exist also so we're going to support our lgbtq possibly oh, sister okay. uh, <laughs> i was saying i wasn't saying candy was supporting bisexual racer i was saying that they are by asking you're saying it like too quickly like my brain couldn't even like understand what you're <laughs> you saying looked, you look so shook like when i when the way that i looked when your theory about um <laughs> teens and if I, were some, a boy, if I were a boy, I still stand by it, guys. <laughs> oh my god! And they also wrote, like just after that weekend, they released some Twitter campaign for some toy store saying, "If I were a toy." Yeah. And I was shook to my core. And then there was that other thing I sent you about like something activisty that we used. I if I were a boy, maybe maybe those girls were on something. It's a comeback. <laughs> um, and then, well, the trailer ends with there's some fight going on with Portia and like according to Tamara Tattles she has another meltdown psychopathic incident mm -hmm. which wasn't really seen in the trailer so maybe that's like the mid-season tease and we don't get a, a, a taste of any vacation either yeah and I heard they went to like Maui yeah I have no idea or something and they also went on a camping trip if you want, want to check out Tamara Tattles it has like all these like good scoops good scoops that yeah. we'll maybe check to see if they're true coming yeah. up uh, so that's it for Atlanta. So, Brendan, what is going on with our Queen Kim? Well, I'm sure everyone's already heard yeah. by now. Kim Kardashian was at Paris Fashion Week, mm -hmm. and she was staying at a private, like, residence of some sort. Yeah, it's like a, like a fancier Airbnb. Yeah. Though... It's like not a hotel, but like a building that's essentially apartments that are, is only, that they're only rented out to, like, like celebrities. Celebrities, yeah. And she was bound, gagged, and held up at gunpoint while these people robbed her. They Apparently, they uh, yeah. dressed up like policemen Yeah, and somehow got in. It's being reported now that it might have been an inside job. Yeah. Like, someone on her team leaked that she wasn't going to have a bodyguard at that point. Well, the other thing was, I feel like I read somewhere a friend was in, in the unit as well. She wasn't completely by herself. I think someone named Simone... Maybe I mean, no, I read, I definitely, maybe I read this on Jezebel. Um, but like there was some mention of another person being in there. Okay. So I don't know. I, I think, uh, really the interesting part, well, I mean, it's, it's sad and terrible this happened, but like the P 
people's reaction to it has been so crazy. It's been, like, people have been like, oh, she deserved it. We wanted the, them to go further. Like, all this, like, horrible stuff. Or, all, well, it's either that or some people are like, well, I don't like her or anyone in her family or da 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 but, like, this is terrible that's happened. It's like, why do you even have to preface it? Like, it's okay for you to say it's terrible that this happened without. Yeah. Like. To a human being. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but interestingly, we're not the only ones keeping up with. Kim Kardashian's news. There are people from the highest parts of our government keeping up with the Kardashians. Yes. Justice Breyer of the Supreme Court uh, mentioned this whole incident in a hypothetical uh, during oral arguments at a case uh, this week uh, that was being heard at the Supreme Court. And essentially, like, the case is something about, like, defrauding a bank and blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. Uh, but then Justice Breyer comes up with this whole hypothetical involving this incident with Kim mm-hmm. and saying uh, even Kardashian's thief, if there is one, uh, believes all, and then like goes into the hypothetical, which isn't that important. But just the fact that he used her this like whole scenario in his hypothetical. The fact that he's doubting that there was an actual thief. He's a truther. Oh yeah, he's a truther. But like, I'm even surprised. He is aware of it. But I guess, like, it's unavoidable. Like, literally every human knows about this, I guess. Yeah. So that's why there's no need for us to even explain what's going on. And also, I wonder if it, like, when things like this become, like, legal issues, the justices start to just pay attention just because they're interested in, like, what's going on in, like, the world and, like... Yeah, I guess it is, like, a crime. So mm-hmm. that's, like, pulls it into the legal realm. Uh, but it's just, like, really crazy to see that show up in uh, court transcripts. Yeah, so let's talk about... Marla Maples. This is totally in both of our wheelhouses, but especially you. I mean, you are a Marla Maples super fan. Yeah, so if those of you who don't know, Donald Trump was married to Marla Maples. That's where Tiffany Trump came from. Well, what's interesting is this was a very big Saturday for both of them. Because Tiffany, that very morning in the New York Times, mm-hmm. uh, had her own... Uh, profile. Profile done. That she wasn't interviewed for, but they interviewed Ivanka. Weirdly. And they, they interviewed, like, approved sources, and non-approved sources could not comment on it, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but multiple people notified both of us yeah. early Saturday morning to make us aware that this profile was done. Um, can you explain the, like, now going back to Marla Maples, can you explain the Twitter part of it? Because that's where it sort of loses me. It, yeah, it really loses me, too. So, on, so okay, someone mailed Donald Trump's tax returns from 1995 to the New York Times. The return address on the tax returns were Trump Tower, which apparently Marla's been staying at for the past few weeks. Oh. Um, but besides that, uh, people are linking the tax returns to her because her name are, uh, is on the tax returns. Yeah. But she was married at the time. Uh, Donald and Marla filed joint tax returns as husband and wife, so mm-hmm. she actually signed the page that was sent to... Uh, the New York Times. And she's one of the only people who can seek it out, right? Who would have access, like easy have access, access to it. Because yeah. like, I'm sure like she has access to her own uh, tax files and stuff. Uh, so there was like a tweet, someone, like she tweeted a picture of uh, like fall and pumpkins, <laughs> breathe in, breathe it in as if today's the first day of your life. The Kabbalists say tonight Adam and Eve were created, blah, blah, blah. So she, I guess she's talking about like fall starting maybe. Yeah. Someone uh, 
responds that feeling when you serve up a cold plate of revenge and then appreciate fall as you think about i guess some kabbalah people uh-huh. uh and then someone else responded wow how do you know about that stuff and then martha maples resp- responded a lot of studying and an open mind to learn like in response to the conversation including her being called out for uh serving up a cold plate of revenge yeah my only thing about this is like i feel like a lot of those like zen actresses like her and um what's her name who was married to caitlin and elvis um thompson oh linda thompson yeah linda thompson i feel like they don't have a grasp on how like social media works so Mm -hmm. they would do something like this i don't know why i'm comparing the two they're very similar in my brain okay um so i don't i'm not 100 percent convinced as much as i would like it to yeah i like i don't think the tweet is the smoking gun yeah i think just the fact that the returns come from when she was actually married to donald like puts her as a suspect and if if this is the case if it all comes out and she did in fact leak it I would want everyone to please buy Like a Bird on iTunes, Tiffany Trump's hit single. But, like, I'm not convinced that Donald would not benefit from the Like a Bird. You uh, think? I don't know. No, I guess he would, like, let, let, let her... Let her have her one thing. <laughs> yes, her one thing. But I definitely like the whole fan fiction of it all, like, thinking that she's behind it. Yeah, um, but Tiffany's apparently going to be hitting the campaign trail more to appeal to millennials. She already, like, released some video on Twitter that was so creepy. It was so scary. I mean, she she just missed Freak of the Week by an inch. Um, <laughs> so the last big news item this week... Uh, Stems from something we talked about before, right? Yeah. Like, I think we, like, didn't really understand the full facts of the situation. Yeah. But Bethany freaked out at some Coldplay private show. Yeah, we definitely talked about this. It was a serious XM-hosted Coldplay yeah. thing in the Hamptons. Which, that's what makes it relevant, like, to her getting fired, because they were they were hosting it. Uh, the woman she threw the drink on complained to Sirius, and then Sirius uh, apparently ripped up her contract. But my favorite part of the whole story that is new to it, previously unreported, was a sp- the source that spoke to Page Six about mm-hmm. it came up with their own version of events. Like, so this is a friend of Bethany telling page six. It, it was a crush and very hot. People were jockeying for a view. It looked like this woman who vehemently refused to move needed some cooling off. So Bethany draws some water on her. <laughs> so I want to be buried in this quote. I, <laughs> it was a crush and very hot. It's like, like a crush, like it was. No, like, I know. It's like just crowded. like written in such a way that like it's like fanfic. I know. I don't know like whose voice this really comes out of. It's um, Carol. Oh my God, Carol wrote it. <laughs> she wrote this beautiful <laughs> language. Um, so like the, the event happened at uh, on August seventh. On August 10th was the day she announced that she was going on a little summer break from the weekly show oh. and would be back in September. And then obviously September came and went and she wasn't back. She was fired. And like serious commented like, oh, like it's hard. We wanted her full time, but with her like other obligations with her business and the show, like it wouldn't work out. So she doesn't get to still appear on Andy Cohen's channel? No, this is, this is his channel. Oh, so... They wanted to give her a, a five-day-a-week show, they On his channel. Yeah. Sirius did that to him? What do you mean? That's crazy. Like, it's his... It's named after his, him, so you would think he'd have, like, a little bit more of a say in this. Yeah, but I think, like, at the end of the day, it's Sirius who, like, controls this. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, 
I don't think even Andy like controls everything that happens at Bravo either. Like, well, yeah, he's no longer in that position. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah. So that's that. Just a little interesting follow up to that story reported months ago. Yes. Um, so let's get to the shows then this week. This was a good week. I feel. Yeah, for both. New Jersey and Orange County. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's start with Jersey, though. So we're continuing from uh, up in Top Notch, which we actually learned this past week. A friend of the show, Alex Hurst, once stayed at a Top Notch as an infant and, like, rolled off the bed and, and like, and was high underneath it. Oh, he was like five months old and he, yeah. like, his mom couldn't find him <laughs> yeah. for a while or something like that. He right. tweeted about that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh. I, it's just a fun little fact. Because I said I wanted to go to Top Notch, but apparently he's already been. <laughs> uh, so we learn that Jacqueline, like during, I guess during the Talking Heads, she, mm-hmm. she blames part of the freak out to the fact that she got her period that morning. Oh, that's such a, that's such a, like, thing that a man would do. That's like what Donald Trump would say about the situation. Oh, interesting. You know? Like, when he implied the stuff about Megyn Kelly. Yeah, but, like, you can't say that about someone else. Like, but she could say it about herself. I guess, but, like, that's not, I don't know. No, but, like, women, like, some women go through... Yeah, let's leave that there. The monthly change. (laughs) Um, uh, So, they are kicking someone out. Yeah. So, I don't even... Like, it's so confusing. That... The beginning of the episode all happened very fast, and all of a sudden, Rob... They were, like, on their way to dinner, and then all of a sudden, Robin and Christina... Yeah. ...were leaving. Um, And this is... I think in that moment, it was decided by Bravo that Robin was not going to be a full-time... Housewife. Yeah. But also, I think it, it was also Siggy and Dolores campaigning for them to leave. Yeah. So, at that moment when they were all teaming up that hard against a new housewife, yeah. it was like their hands were tied. Yeah. And Robin gave an interview to yeah. like New Jersey something or other magazine um, that said that she, Dolores, and Siggy were all hired in the same position. And Christina. And Christina were all hired in the same position, like as friends of the housewives or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she, it wasn't until the show started that she found out that Siggy and uh, <laughs> Siggy and Dolores were full-time housewives. And she she's not even a friend of. No. She's just like a ghost that appears. She's a friend. like, But in yeah. like Bravo world, we're friends of or given like... Yeah, she didn't get a talking head. Talking heads and like headshots and that sort of thing. And she Christina even like, barely spoke a word. I know. Which like if you're trying to... Get in that gig. <laughs> Get up in that gig, girl. Um, but I thought, yeah, it was just like the combination of that interview, which is a NewJersey.com interview, if you want to see that out. Um, and like the way they showed the flashbacks of like them being at all the previous scenes of the season, but not acknowledged or included. Or yeah. I thought it was just such an interesting like peek into the creation of the show. It's very Jen Gilbert. Yeah, I mean, you were obsessed with Jen Gilbert. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Because she was the first time when they, like, gave somebody, like, the Associated Press wrote about Jen Gilbert and (laughs) called it, they called her the forgotten housewife or, like, the lost housewife or something like that. And I was like, this brings so much credence. It's the same sort of fascination that I think you have with this because it was so, like, the fact that she was 
told by someone that she was on this show. It's just... Well, I... That was also a different time. We also didn't get, like, the same thing that they showed with Robin in terms of, like, clips of her in scenes that were... Who, uh, Jen? Yeah, Jen. Yeah, but she got talking heads. Yeah, I know she did. Yeah, Boring the, talking heads. The satin blouse. <laughs> and then she appeared back in season five randomly. I don't remember Planning that. something for Heather oh, Thompson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like one of those blink and you'll miss her moments. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so Sorry, I just brought us down on a Jen Gilbert tangent. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you can't resist a Jen Gilbert hole. Um, um, then they go to dinner at the Matterhorn. Yeah. And, and like, everyone's, like, all the patrons are, like, peeking over their shoulder. Gawking. gawking. Just watching. Like, I... I Everyone at home should rewatch this episode and spend all the time at dinner just looking at the people the around patrons, them, yeah. just to see the reactions because they're they're pretty good. Yeah, there was a pretty good reaction. Oh my god, it reminded me of when um they had the posh fashion show and they had the great car, no, not the great car scene, the great chase scene, and that woman is like, "This is fucking terrible." Yeah. <laughs> Uh. Well, no, I love... Wait, are you talking about the debate? The woman from the debate who said... Uh, Alex keeps watching it. And he's like, and that's enough. Thank you. No, man. no, no, but it reminded me of that, too. It reminded me of that, too. But like, at, the po- at the actual Posh Fashion Show, there's a woman who has a very similar reaction to the famous thing from oh, the yeah, debate yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you guys have no idea what we're talking about. For a second, for a second, I thought you were talking... You were referring to the posh fashion show as the debate because they have that moment of back and forth where like Teresa's like, "Is bitch better?" Yes, that was the great debate of our generation. Um, well, Teresa, listen, Teresa, as soon as Shadow walks in, starts it. She started this fight because, like, like she was like, "Oh look, there's my it's minus two people because there were like two empty yeah, seats." Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, she started off nasty, like ready to ready to go. Well, every. Everyone, there was nobody to like in the fights. Ooh, no, yeah, you're right. There was nobody to like in the fight. I'm trying to think about, like, the bi- like not the participants of the fight, but what about the bystanders? The bystanders were great this week. Chris wasn't that good. Chris has been better. Oh, I meant of the housewives. No, 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 I meant, like, the second string players, like, Siggy, Dolores, Chris, Joe Gorga. I was talking about Siggy and Dolores were great. Oh, you thought they were great? Dolores, oh, yes. Dolores, Dolores in the middle of the fight, the waiter comes over and she just starts eating chicken, or she starts ordering chicken wings. She orders three orders of chicken wings. And then she like, says, we're Italian. We're Italian. I was like, are, are Italians big chicken wing eaters? No, I think it's because of the number of orders of chicken wings that, they, that she ordered for the table. Oh. Like, she was essentially ordering one order per two people and change. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... I thought she was saying that because, like, no, not because everyone was, like, loud and, like... Oh, maybe it's a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but, like, Siggy just, like, is getting so into it and emotionally invested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I appreciated her and Dolores because they very much played the I don't want to be involved in this card, yet still... Getting involved. Were dramatic enough that it was entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a really good shot of <laughs> Teresa eating one of the chicken wings. Oh, yeah. In the most disgusting oh, way. Well, it's because, like, it's, like, stuck to her lipstick or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, but, she, I, like, I've been Team Jacqueline all season, but she lost me here. 
Yeah, but there were some moments, like when her and Melissa were getting into it, and she said, four nose jobs, you get the same doctor, honey. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know if you saw Teresa the other night um, on Watch What Happens Live, which was, it was a terrible performance on her behalf. Like, she sounded so, like, she can never answer a question with, like, an intelligent answer. Was that with her and Mindy, and Mindy Kaling. Kaling? So Andy asked her about, like, the four nose jobs and blah, 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 and she's like, she, Jacqueline, she broke the girl code. She broke the girl code. And, like, Andy's like, oh, like, so are you saying that she did get the four nose mm-hmm. jobs? And she's like, I don't, she broke the girl code. Like, that's just something you don't, like, talk about. Da, da, da. I sort of liked it only because Jacqueline, in the moment of dragging, Melissa was also doing a self-drag. Yeah, it was a self-drag. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Acknowledging her that, own... Her own Plastic surgery. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, I did like in the talking head during the scene when, when Jacqueline talks about like Teresa's violent past, how she has thrown a man off of a chair, like, referring <laughs> to Andy Cohen. Oh, yeah. She calls him that man, or a man, a man. A man. Yes. And then it shows Andy Cohen, the yes. king father of them all. Yes. Getting um, pushed onto a chair, actually, not off of a chair. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, Dolor- I mean, Jacqueline storms out, and Dolores, I think, is starting to try. She's starting to realize what she needs to be doing, so she is the one to go chase after Jacqueline outside, mm, which yeah. is good. Well, also, Jacqueline, before she runs out, calls Kim D at the table. <laughs> she oh. loves placing, like, phoning a friend during these observations. I, I think I missed out on who she was calling, but now it makes sense that it was Kim D. Yeah. Oh, that, that's <laughs> and, and then Teresa's like, why do you always gotta call people on the phone? <laughs> Um, what else? She had crazy eyes during this. Who? They Jack- all did. Oh. Well, Jacqueline, especially. Um, and... We pop over, after she storms out, we pop over to see the Judice girls and, um, oh. Joe. Oh, yeah, that was, like, a highlight of the episode. It was, like, a heartwarming scene. They're talking about, like, what life will be like once he goes to camp. Mm-hmm. And, like, Melania's ta- talking about how she'll take out the trash. Um, they all ordered, like, Chinese food because... I I guess it's is it was it Melania's favorite or did I read that online somewhere? It's Melania's night off from cooking, but they don't like Chinese food. It looked like they were having sushi. Maybe it was like it a was like I think it was an Asian fusion place Ooh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. you could order yeah, like, like whatever you like. Yeah. Um, I like when they talked about uh, Joe getting skinnier at, at prison, and like Melania's like, Dad, I'm sorry, but I can't imagine you skinny. Your stomach is all stretched out. It won't go back in. You're fatter than pregnant people. <laughs> pregnant people. <laughs> I was shook by Melania's fat shaving of Joe. Melania's like she's changed a lot, but she's still the highlight of that family. Yeah, I mean she had like the. It's so much better than the the uh, Gorga kids because like everything out of her mouth feels so natural. Whereas like the the Gorga kids all sound like they're reading lines. Yeah, they're being coached to be like old Melania. Yeah. Um, Gabriella is the reliable one, they said. Yeah, that. she is. I, I, I agree with that. One statement. of these days we're going to have our report with the fan theory about Gabriella. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> one day. Um, so back in Vermont, uh, I think this might have been still out during the fight. Siggy's crying uh, at the table and saying she's a plumber. She's not a relationship expert anymore. She's a plumber. Oh yeah. Um, and then at Jacqueline, Siggy, and Dolores' cabin, like they're all rehashing all this. And I noticed an empty bottle of Kirkland vodka in the background. Ooh. Was yeah. this, like, at night? Yeah, because, yeah. It was either at night or, like, the following morning. Mm. The following morning was when Siggy, like, freaked out. 
Yeah, when she was like rambling, the shady edit of her like rambling about the incident for what's would appear to be hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that shady edit. Then we also get her throwing fruit everywhere. Well, that's once. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's her face? Um, Melissa and Teresa arrive, and Dolores had the best talking head moment of oh, her yeah. life. Of her life. Of her, and she lip synced for her life in this moment when she said uh, how. Uh, what's her face? Melissa walked in like she's going to Studio 54 and Teresa's dressed like Melania. I was gagged. She was right, though. Yes. It was <laughs> so perfect. Siggy had another good tugging head moment where she brought the fan into it. Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. getting a little hot flash. Um, but then she throws fruit. And yes. I was so scared while she was throwing that fruit because like she wasn't looking. And one of them could have gone out a window or like broken something. Yeah. And they were heirloom tomatoes, right? No, they were just like, I think there was fake apples. Because she said, these apples. Like, one of the apples want to go here, and one of them want to go here. We just yeah, can't all be together. One of you, they you were your boyfriend texted heirloom tomatoes during that moment, so I just took your word for it. No, I think we were talking about, like, what they're holding. Like, because they don't hold anything. Oh. I was talking about heirloom tomatoes. But anyway, uh, so all those girls leave. Jacqueline... Well, Jacqueline left already at that point, and then mm-hmm. Siggy and Dolores decide to leave too. So then there were two. Yeah. Just Teresa. Did they leave completely, or did they like just decide to stay home that day and not mm. go out with them? Oh yeah, they might have. I don't know if they left or they just decided to have the two of them go off on their own. Yeah, and then um, Melissa and uh, Teresa cry on a gondola. Or the gondola. Gondola. As Teresa was calling it. Um, but the preview for next week was very. Good as well. Um, Melissa confronting Derek over his betrayal of oh, Teresa. the like 20 year old? Yeah. <laughs> the, the millennial from the internet. And Kim D coming through. Oh, I can't wait till Kim D Ooh. comes through. Yes. So I think it's a, next week is a posh fashion show at a restaurant. Not at the Brownstone anymore. Yeah, but the last one that we were at was at a restaurant. Or not the last one we were at, but the last one... Was Strippergate was at a restaurant, like a weird restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In Lower Manhattan. Yeah, it wasn't the Brownstone. You're right. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Could you imagine if they did it at the Brownstone? We got a Caroline cameo. I wish. I wish. Oh, and you watched a little bit of Manzo with Children, which Frankie Catania made a cameo on Manzo with Children as like, uh, what's, what's not Albie Chris. Chris. He's like Chris's like literary assistant oh for his like children book weird albie and frankie hang out a lot really yeah albie and frankie yeah how do you know this like social media i think watch what happens live when caroline was on watch what happens live when um dolores like, was on albie is like a fresh 30 and frankie is <laughs> in high school that's interesting that is interesting um, you seem to say, be saying it's very accusatorily. <laughs> I can't say a thing. Um, what am I, What else was I going to say? Speaking of Manzo with Children, though, should we talk a little bit about the New York Times thing? Just briefly. I'm forgetting this, but you tell me. The bromosexual oh, article that goodness. just came out. Yes. Talking about like this quote-unquote new thing that's happening. Straight men and gay men are friends. Yeah, and it was like heavily featuring Bravo... It started out People. with like a Shaws of Sunset thing, but they mentioned Manzo with children. children. They mentioned Andy and John Mayer. Yeah. It's so stupid. Gay people hang out with straight people and have for centuries. It's like not that big of a deal. Yeah. 
Some gay people, I mean, I almost said some gay people even watch Vanderpump Rules. Some straight people even watch Vanderpump Rules. I feel like Vanderpump Rules is like the straightest of all the Bravo shows yeah. in terms of like viewers. Also, did you want to talk about Caroline's soap making? Oh yeah, it's like, this is not a business that's like set up to take off at the moment. Like, it's impossible to find on Etsy. I tried for a good 10 minutes. Is this Cafes? No, this is a set. I think it's like little monkey, like cute little monkey soaps or something. <laughs> something really a weird, like it's off brand. It doesn't make any sense to me. I think that I think uh, Alex said they should be called man's man soaps. <laughs> That's actually really funny. <laughs> um, friendly monkey soap. Friendly monkey, cute little friendly monkey soaps. <laughs> I mean, if you're interested in buying them, good luck because I don't know. I think you have to like. Go to the Instagram page, like copy and paste the email address from the Instagram page, and then like request something that you see in one of the pictures. It's sort of like Tipsy Girl, the way this business is set up. Yeah, maybe there's a maybe there's a. <laughs> it's friend, all based around an Instagram page. Maybe there's a friendly little monkey intern you can follow up with. <laughs> should we should we email them later? Yeah, uh, we'll report back next episode to see if we could get our hands on some soap. Okay. Um. So yeah, I think we gotta get out of New Jersey. And go to the OC. We have to go to the West Coast. We're going to leave soaps and go to candles. Go to candles. <laughs> Candle in the wind. Uh, Jimmy's dreams are coming true in the OC. Yes. He has a, a candle shop. Yeah, but he did this like weird thing where he like told some guy, like, don't tell anyone that he does candles or something. And I was like, Ugh. oh, come on. It's on national television. You're so Straight mask. men can, as we learned, be into hanging out with gay people. Into making soaps? <laughs> into making candles and soaps. And soaps but it's yeah. on Fashion Islands, which oh, I love. What is that? It's like a big Is it an thing. island? I don't know if it's like, an is island. Is it a, like a sad island? It's like a mall that may or may not be in an island in mm-hmm. the OC. I've driven by it before. Okay. Um, Vicky comes to the Fashion Island and Shannon is scared. Wait, as a quick aside, I'm, I'm going to L.A., uh, this upcoming weekend, and uh-huh. I'll be reporting back with my Vanderpump Rules experience uh, experiences at the various Vanderpump locations. locations. We have OC is nowhere close to LA. No, but... it's it's like an hour and a half, an hour. I don't well, know. That's not crazy. But there's not like nothing. To I see. know nothing about California geography, so yeah, that could either. all be a lie. Um, but we're gonna have a few reports next week. Yeah, we. Uh, we may be seeing one of us may be seeing Sony Morgan's new play yeah. this weekend, and then um, we are both going to see uh, Dorinda Medley with in, in concert with Michelle Collins yes. at UCB. Cannot wait. Yes, I'm, that's like definitely going to be a highlight of my so life. So our episode, even though I, like Dorinda and I are close friends, yeah. So our episode <laughs> next week will be a a report back episode. Yeah. Uh, the deep dive is going to be all our live reports. Yes. So stay tuned for that next week, but back in California, which I will be for the very first time soon. So they come to fashion Island, Vicky comes and Shannon is scared. Vicky yeah. was wearing something crazy. Ooh, those weird purple straps. It was like, things. yeah, it was like a black top with like these big holes with like metal trimming. And then there were these like big pinkish purplish straps coming out of them, going up her, uh, shoulder. Yeah. It was so scary. And she was yelling at Shannon during this. Yeah, she was being really nasty. Shannon literally ran away and ran into a clothing rack at one point. Oh <laughs> and then Heather actually doesn't stay long. She's choking on candles and like runs out right away. 
That's like you if there's a dog involved. Well, I'm allergic to dogs, and I don't think she's allergic to candles. Yeah, but sometimes there's just way too many scents going on. But I don't think they were lit. I mean, like... Fashion Island is lit. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Along with all the candles. Um, Uh, We were a little lit up on Saturday. Yeah. Um... Yeah, uh, anything else from that party? Vicky calls David a piece of shit. <laughs> at this party or is that at the next party? That was at this party. And, like, Vicky's just continuing to hold stuff over Shannon's head based from, like, the whole Glamis thing. And mm-hmm. when Shannon didn't go visit Vicky, I'm over it. Vicky, you're not a saint. Give Shannon some slack. Leave our sister alone. Ooh, you know what? Speaking of not being a saint, I, th- I texted you about my kill all cancer research. Oh, and yeah. on the Kill All Cancer research, uh, on the Kill Kill All Cancer website, Vicky's foundation or charity or whatever. Yeah, they seem to be like distance, distancing themselves from the way Vicky's portraying the foundation. A little, she didn't create the foundation. I think she's just partnering with them. Yeah, as Coto Insurance, and like my, we might have talked about this a little bit, but like mm-hmm. really settling into it, especially when she's filming her commercial, like it doesn't seem like a foundation to me or a charity it seems like an insurance product she is selling <laughs> like, like two people with cancer like if you think you're going to get cancer buy this insurance and then like you'll get money i don't know it's like so like if i was going to go do a cancer charity after like everything all the bullshit she's done like this would not be the direction i would go yeah but this is Vicky. And you would maybe like offer your insurance services pro bono. Yeah, or like so- something like charitable. Yeah. Um, so then we get her with uh, uh, Tamara. They go a little shopping excursion. Mm-hmm. And I'm sick and tired. They they try to like ham up like their like oh, friendship. Yeah. And they are like the eighth pair of housewives to refer to themselves as Lucy and Ethel. But I think they're actually like the first though. Like oh. they're the. Like they're doing it in this, but like, but there's I, they've like definitely done it before. Across franchises, there are like so many eight different, eight different pairings, or like eight different people who are in pairs, mm-hmm. and I don't think any of them has ever seen an episode of I Love Lucy. Have you ever seen an episode? Of I Love oh yeah, Lucy? I grew up on that shit. My Italian grandmother, who barely spoke English, like loved it. It was a good show. Because I guess you could watch it without really know like what they're saying. Well, yeah, because so, they just like run around. Like, oh, like, oh. <laughs> stuffing chocolates in their mouths. <laughs> you just acted that out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Ew, but um, Vicky has a hickey on her boob. On her boob. <laughs> it's so weird. And then I think at the late, at later at the party, just to stay on the hickey for a moment, like. Tamara, like, rips out Vicky's boob for the world to see. Oh, yeah. And also, in that scene, her and Shannon are, like, feeling up Vicky's new man. Yeah. But let, we'll save that for a minute. Because okay. I do want to talk about the Bedours move a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the, the mattress shopping. Like, like Shannon squawking about buying organic, springless, flammable, retardant-free mattress for, like, a good ten minutes was... One would think would be a boring scene, but I was never like, loving never every boring. minute of it. Um, they should buy a Casper mattress. I know. I'm interested in, in looking into that for myself. <laughs> Perhaps uh, a Casper sponsor would like to come through and, and send me a mattress. Um, but make that too. Um, and then uh, was Heather coming over to uh, Shannon's house already? Yeah. Oh and, my god! And the empty home. <laughs> 
why if you're leaving a house with all that furniture, wouldn't you bring some? Do they, they not own No, no, no. They, they sold the furniture with the house. Okay. So I think because, like, if someone's buying... I think a lot of that furniture was, like, custom mm. made or purchased, like, with that house in mind. So it's kind of, like, all... It's not like someone, like someone buying my apartment and, like, being like, oh, I'm going to keep your furniture... Like, my furniture's all, like, random shit. Like, yeah. she has nice stuff that goes with the... The whole home. Yeah, so they sit in the middle of uh, Shannon's, like, maybe living room slash dining room area in, like, these two weird chairs. <laughs> yes. Like, it's like a fucking Oprah interview. <laughs> it's so comical. Like, all there are are beds without any frames and, like, comfort like comforters without a duvet cover on it. It's just a mess um, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and... But the, like, house is on, like, a beautiful... It has a beautiful view. Yeah, but it does need a little uh, grass seating... And, like, those, like, appliances stress me out. But you do love a... A glass a brick. Glass, a glass brick, as we know. <laughs> um, um, we also get little flashbacks of all these scenes of Kelly, like, yapping to people about the fact that Vicky has a secret on Shannon. There must have been, like... You know, you know where it's, like, not really a flashback because it didn't happen in a prior episode, but, like, it happened previous in time to the scene that they're showing... And, like, the color's all off. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 There's, like, multiple of that with Kelly yapping. I love I love her yapping. I hate her. Okay. Um, We have the party. I think Are we, we at the party yet? Uh, On your list of... You know, we... I don't know. I didn't write it down, but did, did Kelly and her husband, like, fight on a beach somewhere? I mean, I wasn't really paying attention because I didn't care. Oh, I I actually wrote this in, like, my notes. I was like, every time that Kelly and Megan are on screen, like, just in their solo scenes, I just, like, zone, zone out. Zone out, yeah. Yeah, it's I so don't bad. care. This is, this goes back to the thing, like, whenever they hire, like, a young new housewife, Ugh. I'm like, come on, give me, like, a Dorinda, give me a Shannon Yeah, they're, like, the, Dorinda and Shannon are really, like, the template that Bravo should, should be using. Because yeah. I, I think we got, like, another scene of, like, Megan, it's like a typical young housewife scene, I don't know how to cook, like, do I boil the pasta first? Or yeah. It's like, making pasta is not that hard. Like, I don't know how to make tea. Sorry, Jules. You're my sister, I know, you're, but... You're our sister, but it's not, like, Google it. Like, it's not that <laughs> hard to Google make. It. Um, so, yeah. So, then we get to this party about the book. Doctor and Mrs. Mrs. Guinea Pig. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. Which, I do want to reference uh, Jordan Velu's article on previously TV regarding this. Because, like, he really like, collected my thoughts on this book perfectly in terms of, like, this book came out of nowhere. I feel like, did they ever talk about creating this book? I only heard about it because I heard Heather DeBro talking about it on somewhere. Yeah, but not in the show or right. anything. Like, it just, like, this book probably just got dropped on us. Because all she talks about is her house. The house, the kids, the marriage, da da um, da It was just, like, who, and also, like, who's the... What's the market for this book? Like, who's... Are they expecting it to be the next, like, Doctor... Like, those books Doctor Oz uh, released a few years ago? Like, that Maybe. were really popular? I feel like they do have an audience, but it's, like, very specific, like, fans of both of their shows, and then, like... Fans of sur plastic surgery and anti-aging? Like, yeah, like, anti-aging stuff. I don't know. I support them, whatever they are doing. I... 
they're fine. They don't bug me. I feel like okay. Heather to me is like a a force that's like she's good to have around, but I don't need her in the drama all the time. Yeah. Um, we meet Vicky's Steve. Yes. The cop. And they're literally feeling him up. Yeah, I mean, Tamara's like screaming at him like a lunatic. Yeah. She sounded like she was drunk even though I thought she wasn't drinking. Yeah, I think she just like is doing her little Tamara act. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like Maybe the producers told her like, you need to like ham it up a little. Because like the first few episodes of the season, she was such a bore. Like Dolores. Yeah. She found her. She found her. <laughs> she found her, her voice. Um, um, we get that scene where like Jimmy walks in and it's supposed to be like the sweetest moment ever. And it's like, why is this that big of a deal? Like he just showed up at this stupid party. Wasn't he coming from like St. Louis? Who cares? Like... I actually, and I don't you, like Megan, I don't like Jim, but I was like, oh, that's sort of cute. After what happened, he's making an effort. Like, being present in her life is truly one of the greatest efforts a man I has mean, ever like, the made. bar is set so low <laughs> that I was impressed. Just a little bit. Sad. Sad. Um, so, we talked about one Heather, but another Heather, Heather made an appearance. Oh my god, is this where we should... Where we should insert our uh, yeah. our guests. So we have a little segment. It's called Pea's Corner. Pea's Corner. Um, He's been on the show a few times. Pea Schlarm, friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, and he always has an opinion about Heather McDonald. So when, when Heather McDonald popped onto our screen, she didn't even have a speaking role, I think. She was just being she spoken to. She just was, to. like, nodding. Yeah. And um, I want to preface this with, like, he has very strong opinions on this whole episode. Ooh. So, like, you may want to, like, you may experience take the children out of the room. <laughs> you may experience whiplash. Yes. Uh, so, tune in right now for Peace Corner. Boop. It has been requested that I make a few remarks about tonight's Real Housewives of Orange County. There were many horrors on display tonight at the party for Heather's book, titled Mr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig, which I can only assume is titled for the little way that Heather's nose scrunches up in disgust whenever she's forced to be around any individual whose earnings after taxes are less than $10 million. Horror number one was Megan King Edmonds' multi-layered sateen nightmare cake of a dress, which she wore while eating out of a little Chinese takeout box. It was a shocking sight that will haunt me well into my old age. Likewise, trash dump Kelly Dodd's cleavage fishnet number was a look better left in an 80s whorehouse. I would not be surprised if someday Kelly Dodd snaps and murders dozens. I've turned on Heather Dubrow after the Glamis incident, which is a script that I'm currently workshopping around the New York Fringe Festival, but that's a topic better left for a later date. I continue to mourn her loss. But the disturbing sight that I'm here to discuss remotely is the sight of one Heather McDonald, the proprietress of a podcast called Juicy Scoop, and a brief scene listening to Vicki Gunvalson prattle on about how much she hates David Bedore. For those who have yet to torment themselves by listening to Juicy Scoop, Heather McDonald is a list-bearing comedian who has a lot of opinions about gay people, trans people, and black people. She voices these opinions in delightfully fun voices. As Brendan has once said, every episode of Juicy Scoop is an exercise in self-restraint. You listen until you cannot bear to listen anymore, and then you shut off the podcast and pray to never encounter Heather McDonald in real life. A part of me wished that she and Vicky would have annoyed each other to death. I'll see you all in Dublin where it appears Kelly Dodd tortures Tamara Barty into a traumatic fugue state. I hope she stays that way permanently. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Guys, 
we already listened to this once before, <laughs> and yet I am just as shaken the second time around. <laughs> the views of Peach Lerm don't necessarily reflect the views of this podcast. No. I do not claim these views as my own. Oh my god. And he said, I'll see you guys in Dublin in the scariest way. Does that mean he's planning on sending us something every week? I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's trying to get Peace Corner a permanent fixture. But we do have a, a, a submission coming next week from an actual Irish person. So Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to get the scoop from the Dublin community from yeah. Connor. Connor Behan. Behan. Uh, Is that how you say his name? Bahan? Bahan? I don't know. I mean, you're Irish. You should know Behan. better than me. Behan. sounds good to me. I mean, we'll, we'll find out for sure. But um, before we get to that next week, Brendan, Heather McDonald, can you give me, like, have you listened to her podcast? Yeah, I, what Peach Lorm said was sort of accurate. Like, she just has this weird fascination with talking about people who are different than her in, like, the weirdest, weirdest way. Mm. And it's, like, coming from this, like, pseudo-liberal viewpoint where she, like... Feels... A problematic. Yeah. But, you like, you guys talk about her on such a frequent basis that it almost feels as if she's re- releasing an episode a day. I don't know. I... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's every day. No, I think it's every... <laughs> I think it's every week. I actually was going to tune in this week because Stassi from Vanderpump Rules is on it. Ooh. So she's, I mean, she's friends with the OC ladies. She's friends with Chris Jenner. She was on Chelsea Handler. Yeah, well, and I know that. she got into that, that feud yeah. with Chelsea Handler because Chelsea accused her of selling um, tabloids, stories. Yeah. stories to the tabloids. So. Yeah. Is she friends with the Beverly Hills women as well, or am I dreaming this? Hmm. Has she popped up there? I don't, I don't know. Um, she's just, like, one of those people who, like, you, why aren't you on one of these shows? Like, yeah, you yeah. seem to fit the bill. Yeah. Maybe this is like her entryway. This yeah. little Mr. Guinea Pig. Mr. Doctor and Mrs. Guinea Pig. Oh my party. god. Um, so, I guess for the rest of this party, I mean, Shannon started trying to talk to Vicky, and then I guess like they just kind of got over it to a, a degree. Yeah, I guess. Um, another thing that happened, like the way that the trip came about oh. was just like one of those like really bizarre ways where like they try to give a reasoning behind going on a housewives trip with these people. So Megan says that her and Jimmy have always wanted to go to Ireland because she's Irish and she wanted to explore her ancestry. Bye. But Jimmy can't go, so she is like to Heather Debro, do you want to go? And then Heather's like, oh my god. And then it like is like, gather around, women. Yes. We are oh. now all going on this trip to Ireland and we're all agreeing to it in this moment and it's going to happen next week. It was like... And it was so clear that the fact that Shannon and Vicky started getting along, like, the scene before, was because this scene was occurring where they were talking about going on the trip together. And also, I mean, like, maybe that's why they didn't have Shannon do it, but, like, her name is Shannon. Let her be the one to to host the Ireland trip. Well, she did say, we are going to Shannon Airport, which we confirmed is the name of the airport in Ireland. It's one of three airports in Ireland. Ooh, Um, three airports. It's not the one in Dublin, though. It's... Somewhere else. Okay. My brief Wikipedia romp right before we started this. Okay. Proved that much. Um, one other thing from the party. Uh, I found it really weird Terry talking to Jimmy about like his impending fatherhood as if he's never had a child before. 
Oh, yeah. Like, Jimmy has had numerous he's got, children. Like, eight children, including and, one that was on the show last year. Yeah, and Terry's like, oh, like, this is what's gonna be. Like, <laughs> Jimmy's done this. Oh, right. that, was a, that was a good impersonation. Bro. Yeah, thank you. Boys. Um, anything else? Yes. What? Michael Dodd left Kelly at a Costco because she wanted a Diet Coke and a hot dog. I would as well. I, I see where he's coming from. I love a hot dog. I don't like a hot dog, and diet soda tastes like medicine to me. You're wrong. Okay. Okay, let's so go. So excited for Ireland, though. I'm so excited. I was just talking to my mom about Ireland the other day. Breathe slower. <laughs> oh my god. So that's it for the OC this week. Uh, so what we're going to be diving into right now, uh, inspired by Sheree and... Um, in Kenya, Kenya are the housewives' homes. Yes, which has always been like a, a major part of many of these women's lives. Well, yeah, because they are point. literally housewives. Yeah, they put the houses put the house in housewife, Ugh. or something like that. So where did you <laughs> where did you want to begin? Um, well, we were just talking about OC, so let's just wrap that up. Okay. Um, Vicky's lived in the same house the entire time, right? I, I think so, but I think she's just like renovated it so extensively that it looks like. A completely different home. Yeah. I mean, that kitchen we've talked about before. Her Nancy Meyers kitchen. Beautiful. <laughs> That's Is that like your favorite kitchen of all housewives kitchens? Yeah. It's one of the best ones. Like, at least off the top of my it's head. It's the only memorable one. Well, like, the, the Yolanda kitchen with the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the fridge. fridge with the fake food. The fake food. Yeah, and then Vicky also has, like, the nice backyard that has hosted many a housewives yeah. finale party. She does have a nice home. Yeah. And she, like, and that's... All off of Koto money. It's well-insured home. Well-insured. This was it. Bit, like, based off of, off of Housewives. Well, Koto started home. in her home. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, well, going from a house that I'm supporting, the Dubrow home saga that's been, like... It's been three seasons. Three seasons. We had, like, a land-breaking party. We had... Heather McDonald was at the land-breaking party. Oh, okay. Wasn't it like a rodeo theme? And, yeah, and that's also like, Megan was in there too before she was... A housewife. A housewife. And that was Shannon's first year. Yeah, and she hated Megan because Megan was like talking to David David, before. and that's when Heather and Shannon weren't getting along. And that's so weird that they're like best friends now. Yeah. Well, like these, the girls on OC really shuffle along. Yeah. Uh, friendships and alliances. But I hate... The Dubrow construction project. And what, what I think is really stupid about it, too, is the fact that they started when the kids were, like, pretty young. Mm -hmm. And, like, the kids are now well into, like, late middle school, probably... Yeah, like Coco? Coming up on high school, except for Coco's the only, like, young, really young one, mm -hmm. I think. So it's like, you're building this house, all these rooms for your kids, by the time, like, you guys actually move in and are ready to go, like, they're already going to be in high school out the door in just a few years yeah. what's the point like, I think she just likes a project it keeps her busy yeah but like she's finally moved in now though like since the show started airing she's moved yeah, in yeah 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 I just and like a house that big I don't think it's like good for a family yeah cause like you're all in your own like separate wings you're not like interacting together I don't think it's healthy it's not healthy and it probably doesn't have hospital grade air yeah Missing that feature. Although it has a portica share. What is that? I think it's like... You said it in the way that Heather said it. I know. It, so I, like, <laughs> I like was practicing in my brain as I was leading up to talking about Heather Dubrow. 
Um, you did a little Heather Dubrow like shoulder uh, movement. Shimmy, <laughs> shimmy. Uh, Hillary Clinton, Heather Dubrow, shimmy. I think it's like the um, the area in front of the. I could be totally making this up. The area like in front of the front door that covers. Oh, it's covered like at a hotel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's what it is. I could be wrong. That makes sense that she would be like really into, into that. that. Yeah, which I guess is like a nice thing to have. Um, we get the the Bador, uh former home and this transitional home that they're doing. Their former home felt really weird for OC. It almost seemed too formal or something. Yeah. Like they put a lot of money in that home. Like a Long Island mansion or something like that. Hmm. I feel like I, you're saying that in like a negative way. No, not negative. Just one? like it just doesn't fit in the OC. Even that from the look from the outside. When I think of OC, I think of like oh, like, like Spanish more open. style, yeah, yeah, more open. Yeah, yeah. No, it felt like a new, like a East Coast home, like ready for the winter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um. Well, I think that's why I liked it. It's because that's like the style I like. I'm used to and enjoy. It felt good for Christmas. Yeah, Remember exactly. Christmas decorating. Yeah, she's she. Had many beautiful moments in that home. Um, <laughs> I won't I get mean, to this, but I but think of her. But you can't do any wrong, so. <laughs> I think of her Christmas decorating against Dorinda's oh, Christmas decorating. Dorinda. <laughs> and how they need to bring Dorinda back to watch what happens live. I don't know. Was I talking about this with you or someone else? I would love. Maybe we talked about it on the show, actually. A Dorinda, Dorinda road trip. Like, like a Gale like Oprah and Oprah. Gale, yeah. like they were supposed to do with Nini and Kim. Yeah, but like, th I think these two are much better suited for a road trip than Nini and Kim. Oh my god, could you imagine Shannon Bedore on a road trip? Like freaking out. Pitch it to Bravo. Everyone right now, yeah, tweet yeah. at Andy. Yeah, yeah. A Bedorinda. No, let me do it first. I'll do it first and you guys all chime in. I don't you want can do claiming, it before this airs. Want, oh yeah, that's true. I don't, want, <laughs> I don't want people claiming my idea. But yes, I'll do it before this airs. And you guys all rally behind me to Andy. Um, but yeah, but Dorinda, road trip. Even like a little mini, like a three episode. Let's give them four episodes. Four episodes. I would love it. Um, but last, I, I don't know if you have anything else about OC Homes, but like the Dodd and Edmonds Homes, like really lack any character. Well, no. The Dodd home is, like, so wacky to me. I think the Dodd home could be cool. It's just, like, its location is so weird. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like, next to the parking lot to the beach the or something. Lot, yeah. And then, like, the Edmonds home, like, lacks any character. None me. of them have last names. Yeah, none, none of the furniture <laughs> has last names. <laughs> no, I just don't really care for her home very much. Yeah. Oh, I guess she's in the process of renovating, so we'll see. Um... Anything else from OC that's really sticks out to you? And like Tamara's had that like weird little home Ugh, for a while. Yeah. I don't know. OC's so weird because they all went through a bunch of weird homes because everyone was like foreclosed upon, evicted. I think like Tamara's never really had money. Yeah. So that's why like her home is kind of. Which is surprising because she's been a housewife for so, so long. long. Yeah, like what's her salary here? But, yeah. I mean, where's what's Cut Fitness bringing in? I don't think Cut Fitness is bringing anything in. And she's hired that life coach. Yeah. Maybe she'll, like, get a nice chunk of change from one of those, like, bodybuilding competitions. Maybe, Maybe that's, that's why she's doing it. Yeah. But you put so much money into that shit. Yeah, that's true. Like a meal plan or something. Yeah. And, like, know. bathing suit fees. Yeah. Um, any other OC homes you have anything No, do we want to jump up the West Coast to Beverly Hills? Or? Yeah, that's fine. Um, so, 
I think over like Yolanda's former home was like one of the best homes of all time. Yeah, all but that time. was also in a weird location. Yeah, it was like up the highway. It was like yeah, it was on the it was like <laughs> on a hill above the highway. <laughs> It would have been nicer if the hill was like on the other side of the highway close to the beach or something. Yeah, Because remember when she went down, she was walking with yeah. someone and there were people selling shit on <laughs> yes. her property. Yeah. And she was like, just so you know, this is my property. But what do you got here? <laughs> yes, I do remember that. That was, that was pretty great. Um, but now she's got the, the condo in mm, Like mid-city LA. <laughs> I, don't know. I know nothing about Los Angeles. That's a neighborhood people always say, so I said it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I hope she bounces back. I mean... I don't think the, di- the divorce hasn't been, like, completed yet. Yeah, but isn't she broke? And wasn't she fired, too? Yeah. Oh. oh. But she's got, like, very rich kids now. Oh, yeah, the kids all help mommy. Mommy. Help mm. mommy. And she's modeling again. YOLO is? Yeah, for some, like, commercial That's thing. That's fine. Yeah. Great. YOLO! Um, Kyle, Her- I have something to say. I wonder if it's the same thing you have to say. Go. I don't know if it's the old house or the new house or both of the houses, but like, didn't one of them have like extremely low ceilings? I feel, one of them I felt like the walls were literally coming out of that. The new one looks like it's one floor. Yeah. And yeah, it looks smaller on the inside than you expect it to be. Yeah, unless you're just like keeping some of it private. The it? old one, they the, they also have, like, so much, like, drastic decorating styles between the old one and the new one. Mm. The old one had a lot of, like, grays and silvers and that sort of thing. Yeah. The new one's, like, more open and airy. Faye yeah. Resnick switching up her style. Yeah. Uh, wasn't Faye supposed to build, like, a closet for her? Well, Faye does all her decorating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the decorating for, like, Mauricio's properties, like, that he's, like... What do y'all do in real estate? You like have to set them up. And Robert Kardashian's property as well. Yeah. Let's stage it. Yeah. Stage it. <laughs> um, and then we have Eileen's House of Horrors. As for well, who's the one who dragged Eileen's house? Oh, it was uh, Brandy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, our house is fine. Whatever. It's just like not well decorated. Yeah, I mean, and like her husband's like a poker player. <laughs> None of them have last <laughs> None names. None of them have last names. Remember when he was when they were all fighting and he, you could see him standing in the garage. Yeah, it's through the window. Yeah, <laughs> like Taylor Swift when she's like watching the fans come by that that gif everyone uses yeah um and then also on a similar note carlton's like really spooky home of like gargoyles and witches brew yeah our dublin correspondent like loved it or something yeah connor says her home is ridiculous and amazing so he's trying to get with that he's not well um people like love vanderpump's home but it's like to me a zoo the only thing i love about it is the walking closet i would love a closet like that yeah the view's nice i mean like the house would be nice it's just like the bridge in the front is weird it's also that's another house that's like really weird compared to where they came from like she her old house which was that fortress across from maloofs which one burned down (laughs) it was vanderpump's (laughs) carlton set it on fire after she got fired from the show larva (laughs) Um, um i will say talking about maloof but like maloof's house fit her it fit her personality, it fit her look, it was gaudy and, like, yeah, uh, imposing. Yeah. And that was very Maloof. 
And Brandy never like fully unpacked a suitcase from whatever home she was currently oh, staying. Same in. with Kim. Oh my god. Well, there were reports that Kim like didn't even have a home oh, over sad. the past year. That makes me sad. So hopefully, she, I mean, like I don't want her to be a full time cast member because like I don't I think she's her going well. To be. But it seemed we've talked about that. It seems like she's going to be. Um. While we're still in Kim. Well, Oh, okay. You got something to say about Kim? Um, there, Kyle stole her goddamn house. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. is one of the major house. I will say of all time. I will say the upgrade Kyle did moving out of that like dingy Palm Springs house that they shared before, oh, yeah, yeah. and then moving into the beautiful one well, that she has house. now. Yeah. Um, good job. That's the only time I'll ever say good job to Kyle. Yeah, I did like that little resort house that yeah. they had. Um, but while we're still in the Beverly Hills, Los Angeles area, a quick aside, the Vanderpump Rules kids' homes, especially season one and two. Oh my god. Not even especially season one and two, they're still the same. I have a feeling this upcoming season we're going to see a little, finally uh, an upgrade. Like, Kristen moved into a little bit of a nicer place, yeah. but it still like had all the... like The, the signature like pump rules. Like a carpet. Like a, not, not a carpet, it's... Wall to wall carpeting. Yeah, with like stains on the floor. <laughs> vertical blinds, but like you can't escape from vertical blinds in LA. They're everywhere. Why? I don't know. Is like the sun not like? I don't know. Wrong? But it's like I feel like every apartment I see a photo of from um, LA has a vertical blind. Mm. And then um, another thing about Kristen's is she has never invested in a wine glass. She's always drinking out of a mazel tumbler <laughs> that she got in the. She got in the Watch What Happens Live clubhouse, and she responded to my tweets one time. She said, she's too clumsy for stemware. Oh, okay. But I you can also get a stemless wine glass. You also <laughs> can get, like, a bunch of stem-full wine glasses for cheap, and just, like, if it breaks, it's okay. Break them, yeah. Um, but also, I did want to mention while we were talking about uh, the Pump Rules kids, like, kids as if they're, like, 18. They're, they're all older than us. Yeah. Um, Jax's studio apartment with Britney, like Ooh. the two of them living in like 400 square feet. Oh my god, and all of his like stolen alcohol from different Vanderpump properties. <laughs> yes. Uh, definitely iconic homes in their own right. Yes. And oh, and how can we forget Sheena's home? Oh god. <laughs> Sheena Shea's home. That might be the ugliest decorated home. With just large photos without frames a museum blown up of her wedding photos yes which like they had marital issues last season so it can't be good to yeah, constantly be staring at these wedding yeah. photos um and i feel like sheena is always entertaining others at her home yeah. which is like something i wouldn't do if my home like looked like, looked that. like that she also doesn't she have like those big poofy reclinable leather fake leather couches and chairs yes and they're like set in like weird positions like one of them's too big so it juts out past like where the other one is yeah i can't wait till it comes back one last oh yeah it's so soon guys (laughs) guys i like i'm so glad i caught up last year for random rules yeah i'm like more pumped about that than anything else pumped about that (laughs) 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 and didn't didn't lala move into stassi's old Apartment too. Yeah. Was that a plot point? Yes. And then the people who lived there invited Stassi over for a party. Mm-hmm. She brought a bottle of white. It was awkward. Yeah. Uh, let's go to two cities I don't have too much to say. Uh, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a, like Teresa's home has always been a major plot point. Like 
in the very first season when she was like paying for furniture, like to to furnish because I think the home. Was, That's like, how they new. got themselves in trouble. Yeah, like she was paying like a hundred thousand dollars in cash, like, like for furniture. Are you kidding me? And it the house has never seemed complete. No, yeah, it's hard to like fill a home like that. Remember when Kathy Achilles' mom accidentally knocked over a whole like. Uh, it was one of those large vases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, they already had a bad, tense relationship, so the fact that she broke that was that, funny. That broke the camel's back. Speaking of Kathy McKeeley, she's one oh who's God. gone for an upgrade, and I don't know if, how are they going to afford that. Why? They built a brand-new, huge home. Yeah, the house that Kevin Jonas built. I know, but, like, they're where are they getting their paychecks from? Um, I don't think they, they built that off of Bravo money. I think, like, Richie has, like, a business. He, like, owns a few gas stations. Yeah, but I think, but, like, I don't think that's, like, he's making pennies off of that. Like, if you own, like, an array of gas stations, that's, like... I don't know. I feel like they upgraded way too quick. I beg to differ. Chime in in the comments. And let us know if you think this was a, a wise real estate But that's another thing. They, they upgraded their house, like, to such a big house, and their kids are gone. Uh, you know what? I don't really think the house doesn't look to me like it's a huge house. I think it's like just a it's like obviously built from the ground up and like heavily furnished and decorated like and made to look expensive. But I don't think it's like a Maloof or Vanderpump house that you're going to get lost in. Okay. I don't think the square footage is on the same level as these California houses is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Yeah. Um, the only other thing, Dolores trying to renovate that house. Ugh. Hopefully it turns out nice. Um, what about Danielle Staub's old house with, like, dog poop on the carpet? Lots, lots of beautiful memories. It's <laughs> um, by a threat. It's by a threat. And then the weird Botox party she had. Oh, yeah. I want to have a Botox party. And then Ka Jackie's le losing her house. Or they're downgraded. They're downgraded. Oh, yeah, they were talking about, but they, I don't think they were able to get it sold. Oh, so they're staying? Well, I think, like, they're going to have to lower their price. Mm. I mean, there's always a there's a price for any home. So... Amen to that. Um, and then... Atlanta. So, in Atlanta, the thing I have to comment on is... I don't like Candy's new home, number one. And, like, I feel like Candy's been, like, buying and selling homes. Like, yeah. giving it to her mom and taking it back from the mom. And it's been just, like, this one big real estate scheme going on yeah do you think todd loves her well that's been like a, a little plot point this past season i don't know i mean hopefully that home can nourish some love maybe that's why they invited like... portia in to shush it up <laughs> to shush up i um i don't you know allegedly I hope, I hope so but like i i don't have strong feelings about candy one way or the other and the fact that they try to make her like the matriarch now we were talking about this like i think does she have center peach um, I don't know, but they probably like released. They're doing the Real Housewives Awards, and it was clear they released a graphic with who oh, yeah, they yeah. consider to the be matriarch. like the matriarch of each city. And the surprise to me was Candy as matriarch of Atlanta. Yeah. Now that Nini's gone. Yeah. And then Leanne Locken as matriarch of DC. I mean Dallas. <laughs> DC. Um, yeah. I mean Phaedra's the one true matriarch of Atlanta at this point with Nini gone. Yeah. What do you think of Phaedra's house? Um, it's fine. It's fine. I don't, it's not like unremarkable, like not bad or great or yeah. It's just like that's the way they live. They a lot of the they just all like live in like houses 
that are very typical of where I would go over to my friends' houses when I was a kid. Nothing in Atlanta is like really like big and extravagant yeah. to me. It's all like places that like neighborhoods that I've probably been before. Yeah. Yeah. So you can speak to this. The Atlanta scene. I can't wait to see it. Chateau Charest. Yeah, I know. That's I mean, I'm glad this is a big plot point. Hopefully I they were saying in Tamar Titles whether or not like she's supposed to host the Christmas party at her her house this past year, but maybe that never happened. This upcoming year. Or, or oh, this upcoming I, year. I guess oh, she's, yeah. I think she's like previewing a, um, a Christmas gala of sorts. Mm-hmm. But maybe it'll be like Sonia's gala where she had in that tiny little room. Oh my god. Uh, anything else in Atlanta you have to say? No. No. Yeah. Uh, so that leaves us with New York, which I have a ton to say, obviously, as with any New York conversation. Yeah, New York, there's always a ton to say. So, like, yeah. I want to talk about, like, every single person. Yeah, there's, there's almost no person I have enough to say anything about. Yeah, so, like, Ramona has been in the same home yeah. since we've known her. That The condo. Like, unimpressive. But it's, like, it's solid to yeah. me. It's, like, very traditionally, like, nice. It's decorated fine. Well, the thing is, is her Hamptons house is, like... Amazing. It's like a nice big home. Yeah. Um, and she's holding on to that for yeah. sure. But the condo like never really did anything for me. Yeah, I mean like I think I would be more impressed if like the kitchen was bigger and nicer or something like that. Because it's just like it's almost like a galley kitchen. It's like a long Because um, okay. remember when she had Bethany over to teach her how to cook? Like season one or two. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I mean it's fine. I like the way Avery's room is decorated. Yeah. Um, Lou has gone through quite the, the home saga. I mean, first that townhouse was The townhouse was amazing. Where did, I, where did I hear someone say that they were renting that townhouse? <gasps> really? No, not the person, like, they were when, renting the townhouse at the time. Oh. Which is, that something you can do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so apparently they were renting that, but it was still a beautiful townhouse. Yeah. Um, and then her Hamptons home... I didn't like the old Hamptons home. It was very brown. Yeah. I think it was built like during a time. It was a lot of paneled wood. Yeah. Yeah. I like that because my room growing up was paneled wood. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> Fun fact. Um, I actually like her new Hamptons house, even though it's a, like more modest. It's cozy though. Yeah, it's very cozy. It's like a place I would like to visit. Yeah, and Noel's little like house in the back. Oh yeah, I forgot about his little little shack. He just celebrated a birthday. Oh, okay. <laughs> he also took a Snapchat, no, an uh, Instagram story video of his armpit. Okay. And I was like, oh. Oh yeah, he's an artist now, too. He's an artiste. An artiste. Um, and then, obviously, Soane's townhouse next to that parking garage. The House of Horrors. <laughs> that famous house. Like, when she gets... shambles for years. When of... she gets a little bit of money, she needs to renovate, like, bedrooms. I think she needs to cash out. Mm. I I like the bones of that house though. Even the kitchen. <laughs> the bones are creaky joints Stop. at this point. Um, the the kitchen... cre- even the creaky joints foundation can't help her. <laughs> Project Smile. What's it called? Um, um, I like the kitchen in her house. The one where she took a call during the toaster. Cindy Barshop took a call. Yeah. Lots of memories in that house. Packing order. Yeah, there are... Well, the, she's had so many parties there. Parties there. That's where we met Carol, Heather, and Aviva. That's where, on the on the road trip down to Atlantic City, 
the girls were trapped in the foyer. In the foyer with pickles yelling at them. <laughs> oh my um, God. So many things have happened there. Yeah. Um, Jen Gilbert sat at the table upstairs and debriefed Scary Island with them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cash out. It's filled with too many bad memories. Cash so. out. Um, I sort of did like Jen Gilbert's house, though. Yeah. It reminded me of sort of like Kelly Ben Simone's, a little more modern. Like loft, lofty. Yeah, and then someone started crying and the, like two of them hid in oh, the... Oh, it's the Brooklyn... The yeah. You were in Brooklyn. I, 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 I'm in Brooklyn and you're in high school conversation. Yeah, and they hide in the pantry and she's like, what are you doing in my pantry? <laughs> I can't believe, can't believe you're, you're bringing up Lost Housewife Jen Gilbert's home <laughs> during this deep dive. You just could not help yourself. This is now a Jen Gilbert podcast. <laughs> Records grabs. <laughs> Come through, Jen. Um, no, uh, so Beth has had a few houses throughout the the uh, the years. I mean, her original apartment was like not much unlike my own apartment. Yeah, hers was smaller than yours. <laughs> yeah. um, and in like a, hers was Upper East Side. Yeah. Um, but then like she bought a house and then. Jason Hoppy was taking shits and peeing all over the place and like locked himself in it. Oh yeah. And then she got a new apartment. And she's homeless and living in hotels. Oh my god. And then she had the Hamptons house, but yeah, she was still calling herself homeless. I like her Hamptons house and I know that you don't. I don't love it. I don't love like, I mean, I understand like skinny girl that I just don't love that those like red accents everywhere you look the door works the door the door's fine a red door sure but like I not all of your like jars need to be red yeah um but her yard is really nice she's got a big front yard a great backyard what about the the place of yes bar the place of yes bar Famous moments have happened there, like the big chase scene between her and Luann, or someone and Luann, Carol John. and Luann, and her and John. Yeah. Lots Erica of Jane. Oh my god, yeah. Taught everyone how to pop pop the puss there. I forgot all the Beverly Hills moments there. We forgot to talk about Erica Jane, but like her house sort of scares me. Yeah, it's a little insane. She has like a church in the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, Carol, East and West Coast. Carol is one of my favorite of the New York apartments. I feel like I don't really have a good understanding of, like, the configuration of the house. So like, where do those steps go to? Her bedroom? That's her bedroom, but she's also, she's got more space up there. I don't know. I don't think we've ever seen the bedroom, though. Yeah, we have. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, like, it's modest. I don't know. It works for her. Or that she, big open living room. She did a renovation once. Yeah, she did a reno- She got rid of the kitchen and put books in the stove or And something. then decided to, like live in with a chef randomly so now she's using the kitchen again mm-hmm. um she's the the west coast home is like such a surprise and she has a west coast dog yeah but she like the dog baby's not even a, a full-time dog i know like, where she goes she like has like partial custody of dogs and baby's baby is related to megan king edmund's brother's dog oh god <laughs> disgusting um dorinda her studio apartment. No. <laughs> Dorinda's apartment is actually about the size of yours. Except it's like a two bedroom. Though. Except she has another room. Yeah, she has a two bedroom. Yeah, but like the living area is a similar. Reminds you of size. Mine. Okay. Um, I mean the the home to talk about when it comes to Dorinda that was at Berkshire's home, which I love. Bluestone Manor. Bluestone that Manor. has her name. I won't 
respect its name. Yeah, I love Bluestone Manor. I would love to visit Bluestone Manor. Especially because so many iconic moments happen in Bluestone Manor. Yeah, I mean, the fact that Dorinda's only been on for two seasons and like Bluestone Manor holds such a special place in my heart. Yeah, because the first fight with Bethany and Heather happened there. Mm-hmm. Crazy, like three episode Berkshire yes. strip up in there, and then we've also been there another time. I feel like, yeah, probably. Um, so Peach Larm wanted us to discuss some former housewives, such as Alex McCord and Jill Zarin. Which, how could we not? Well, yeah, discuss those homes. Jill Zarin, that was an iconic renovation, yeah, and I think it was an upgrade. Yeah, she, like, had a very, like, traditional style, like, very red, deep reds in her, like, before she renovated. Uh-huh. Um, if you look back to season one, when Ramona's mad that Simon was invited to the girls' dinner party. I think it was also a little outdated. It was just the, outdated. Before the renovation. And then she let that man Brad yes, have his way. Her husband. And apparently I saw online somewhere she's, like, selling those cabinets. So she's doing another re- renovation, oh, I think. So it's a refresh. Well, good. Yeah. I can't wait to see what it looks like. Side note. Now that Jill Zarin has re-entered the brain. Did you see Jill Zarin was at um, Luann's bachelorette party? With Dorinda. With Dorinda. Yes. Could this be a sign of things to come? No, they're like friends. They're together all the time. I know, but if there's going to be a Luann wedding special, I would imagine the special art party would have been filmed. Maybe. Guys, prayer circle. Uh, but Luann was on Wendy the other day, mm-hmm. and she said they hadn't started filming yet. Okay. And she Maybe she can't say it yet. Maybe, maybe. it hasn't been announced. Like they need to get enough footage and decide whether they're going to do it or not. Yeah, what, what will it be called? I don't know. Money can't buy you a wedding. No, it can buy you a wedding, though. <laughs> Chic sailor marriage. Um, this is just a good sign, though. So keep your fingers crossed. The man and wife code. Alex McCord. That iconic renovation. Oh. Amazing. <laughs> um, down to the, like, down to the, like, last 20 minutes, they're still, like installing things in the house before yes. Jill Zarin is set to show up at the dinner party. And that boudoir, that, how do, we, how do you say boudoir. that? Boudoir, like, style boudoir. living room Ugh. was crazy. Remember how they were living, like, while they were renovating? Yeah. Like, they were... That was an iconic, like, first season scene. Ugh. And I do actually want to say, though, I for, I didn't think of this before when you were talking about kitchens, but their kitchen was actually amazing. They had, like, a really nice kitchen. I remember looking at it during the listing when they were selling it. Yeah. Like, really looking at it and being like, oh, wow, this is, like, a great kitchen. Yeah. Uh, like, great appliances. If those walls could talk, you know. Yeah. I wonder what they would say. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's... And, like, they made a pretty... I reported on this very early in Comfort Queen. They made, like, a pretty penny profit off of that yeah. home. Um, the only last two I want to mention... Is like remember during I think it was Aviva's last season that home that like I very like it was very clear to me that she was pretending it was her home. It wasn't that she was pretending it was her home. She had the last minute move out of her old home because I remember reading about it in like the post or something. 
her co-op board would no longer allow them to film mm. in her old building, mm-hmm. and she was desperate to stay on the show, mm-hmm. so she very quickly moved to, it wasn't a town, it wasn't a whole townhouse, it was like part of a townhouse. Like a unit within a townhouse. But like a... A two-floor unit. A two-floor unit with the staircase, I don't know. But yeah. I sort of liked that apartment. Like, she had that yellow sitting room that I yeah. sort of liked. It was, but that was another like last down to the last minute before they're about yeah, to post the a party, <laughs> and they're like still trying to get everything together. Um, and then also Heather Thompson, like her regular home, didn't really do much for me, but the Berkshires' home was home to like an iconic that garage scene. Yes, the garage, the no air conditioning. Uh, Ramona losing her mind. Ramona <laughs> getting her own air conditioning. It was one of those with the giant hose yes, that they put out the window. window. Oh my god. I'm sorry, but if you're going to invite me to your hot house in the middle of the summer and you don't have AC, yeah, it's I'm about you to would, have a problem. You would have a shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just, I, so I would totally be the Ramona in that situation. Yeah. Um, and then Jules's Hamptons home, RIP. Her That's... Hamptons home and then her like weird flat iron apartment. Yeah. That was interesting. Both empty. Completely empty. Well, good. She's going to move out now. Start her life over. I wonder what she'll do. Like, what kind of place she'll move to if she moves. I, you know, I hope... Well, no, I guess she, like, announced it on E! or something that she's gone. But, like, we thought Cynthia was gone and she's back, so... You hope she gets back together with that man? No, no, I hope Jules comes back to the show. Oh, yeah, but it was announced on E! and on Bravo's website. Yeah. Um, Anything else from New York? I think that's it for me. No, I bet Jules moves like to Hell's Kitchen to be like around mm. her age-appropriate gays. Is that where the age-appropriate gays are living now? Well, yeah, it's gone from like West Village to Chelsea, and now it's up in Hell's Kitchen. Oh, I thought it was like even. I thought that time had come and passed. No, I mean I think because like, a lot like, of in stuff the... has like closed since I've moved away. A lot not of stuff that... has opened since you've moved away. Oh yeah, you're right. I guess I'm just not really like up on. <laughs> You never come to Hell's Kitchen. You don't want to go to Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> I know. I'm you just saying. Um, Sometimes, every once in a while, I like having like a glass of wine at Posh. Yeah, I've been to Posh in a long time. <laughs> that messy bar. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it for the homes. Right? Unless you want to talk about uh, Leanne's home quickly. In oh, Dallas. <laughs> Leanne Lockins like windowless, windowless ranch <laughs> with a pool table like right next to like where she eats her food. I also feel like her home, the pool outside like takes up the entire backyard. Like there's no room to breathe. Oh yeah. And I like imagine when she served Tiffany that goblet of wine. Yeah, yeah on yeah. ice. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. well, maybe uh, with season two money she'll. Do a little upgrade you. Yeah, and we know we've reported on season two coming back, but like now that Bravo's including it in like material for like contests, I think we can safely say that it's coming back and yeah. she'll be there. All right, I think we're running a little long, so let's just <laughs> wrap up. Uh, I, I've enjoyed this conversation, the home conversation. I felt very cozy in that I home. I felt at home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's do the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Okay, so the Freak goes to Jacqueline Lorita. Yes, we already discussed this, but like this is the freakish, freakiest, freakish freak. I mean, like, her behavior at the at the Matterhorn Bar and Grill. Unexplainable. Unexplainable. Inexplicable. 
Yeah, I hope this doesn't like ruin her. I I don't know where New Jersey's going. Yeah, who knows? Do are they gonna build it up around Siggy? Mm. Knock it down and build it up. No, Andy loves Teresa too much, but like Teresa is just not. Well, I don't know, man. It's always been so bad. Not bad, but like high stakes. Like even back in Danielle days, it just was like always oh. too much. Bring back Danielle. We talked about it last week, but I feel like it's been an ongoing conversation for the past week. Yeah. Like, Danielle's been in the the ether. She has. Um, so, the queen. The queen. You sent me this little clip. So, it's First Lady Michelle Obama. Yeah, she's out there campaigning for Hill. And she just... I well, she talked even... about, like, you know... She likes that little line where, like, you, they go low and we go high and da da da. And, like, Hillary, she gets knocked down. She's not complaining. But Donald, the first, like, he gets knocked down. And then she, like, taps the <laughs> mic, just like I did, as a little, like, wink wink to his complaints about the mic. The microphone. But, like, the like, what exactly is the complaint about the microphone? That it was picking up someone else's sniffling? Because, like, the sniffling matched the, mo- the movements of his nose. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the 100% argument is about. But... It's not like we didn't hear him, because he spoke a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, just side note. Yeah. We're recording during the vice presidential yeah, debate right now. I wonder now. if the mics are picking up Alex listening to it in the bedroom. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but I think that's our show for today. That's our show. So... Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play. Please leave a review. We've gotten a couple more reviews this week, which we're happy with. Yeah, we'll read them next time for you guys. We encourage the reviews. Um, you could email us anytime at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. And um, where can we find you online, Daniel? So you could find me at IDKIDK. Where can we find you, Brendan? At not Brendan. And of course, you could find us. At roaming the Queen. streets. Oh, <laughs> roaming the sh- no. Well, you can find me roaming the streets of Beverly Hills or Lo- is that Los Angeles? <laughs> no, <laughs> West Hollywood. I literally can't believe you've never what's, been to California. What's the Pump District? West you, Hollywood? it's West Hollywood. Okay. You're staying in West Hollywood too. Find me roaming the streets, um, but you can find Come Through Queen on Twitter or Facebook. Submit your questions, thoughts there. Hmm. Um, like, comment, subscribe, heart share, and retweet. And love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.